Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT Thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery with your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. Heard on FM Riverside and 1050 AM Palm Springs. Now, welcome back. It is uh, Thursday, the 29th of December, and we're in the year 2022. Do you ever think we were going to make it to 2022? Gosh, I was hoping. um, And hi, Ellen. Um, I really was waiting for the end of 2022 because I always thought, okay. The Spanish flu took three years, and, you know, COVID is, it's got to mutate like every other virus and and take three years. So my wish for everyone is that everyone is COVID-free by 2023. So the end of 2022, this is is a time right now, I think, for hope. After the election of 2016, no, I did not think we would make it to 2022. (laughs) Yeah, that was, um, you know, I I think that, you know, we, we must say being in the, on the gay persuasion that um, the the midterms here was uh, very important. It went better than I thought it would, but still not good enough. Yeah, um, right. It it was disturbing to me how close it still was. In fact, that there, that that there even had to be yeah. a struggle. But I do think that people are worn out and tired of the the same old pitch and game. I think the the biggest my biggest takeaway is that people know that they're being played and conned, and everyone knows that. It- I think people have had enough of white supremacist Christmases. <laughs> wow, you say that five times straight. He's never said anything straight. <laughs> that is a tongue twister if I ever heard one. Well, you know, I can't even the, say the, it. The, just the whole idea of, of you know. The way everything's gone, it's just really, it's kind of terrifying. It's, it's saddening, you know, in a sense. But, um, so we've, we've made it through. 
almost another year. And uh, now I noticed the first song here uh, that that we're we're going to talk about and play is uh, when Donna sang last song. And um, now, of course, last dance. Last yeah, Donna sang last dance. Okay, so I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> okay. But when, when it was her last song um, that you were talking about. So I, I'm just kind of giving a preview. So yeah. I must say that um, now Donna Summer was a um, popular um, disco dance star, and especially in the gay world in the 70s for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, why did you choose that? Like, did did Donna mean something extra special to you, or was was this just paying homage to her? Like, where where did this come from? This is a song that I, I got an idea for. Um, uh, we'd were it's funny. Both Adrian and I were at an event for Bob Estia tribute, and he sang at it. At, at the event, and I sang and stuff. And uh, but it was tribute after uh, he had passed away, and he. Um, and I had the idea for the song at that event. Let me interject. Bob Esty is um, the arranger for, was the arranger of Last Dance and a bunch of Donna Summer songs and wrote or arranged, yeah, produced all of the Once Upon a Time album for Donna. And so he was largely uncredited, but he also wrote for uh, Barbara Streisand and produced for Barbara Streisand, the main event, and he also did the entire Take Me Home album for Cher. So Bob Esty is a disco legend, and he passed away, and this event we went to was for him, and we were singing Bob Esty songs, and so, so someone sang Last Dance, and um, so take it away, yeah. Rick. So. I had the idea, what if someone's first song that they danced to was Donna's song, Donna Summer's song, Last Dance? So it, that became, I said, oh, yeah. So do you remember our first dance when Donna sang Last Dance? So it's a song about this couple, and they're still together all these years later. So I ended up co-writing the song with David Sanchez, who did the, the music mostly and some of the lyrics and stuff. And then we have a collaborate sings the song on it. Um, and so it's a tribute to Donna Summer and to Long Lasting Love. And I was always a fan of Donna Summer. It's not like, I mean, I'm not, not huge, 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 but I love most of her songs. And I wasn't really big in disco at that time when it came out, actually. But Oh, you were um, into she, heavy metal then? No, actually, I was into country, believe it or not. Yeah. Which, which wow. she wrote one of my favorite country songs, uh, Starting Over she Again. Did. Starting Over Again, the Dolly Parton. Which recorded. Dolly Parton recorded. Yeah. Her and Bruce Sudano wrote it. Her husband, Bruce Sudano, wrote that song. And that's one of my favorite yeah, Country. Donna Summer also, uh, when she wrote Dim All the Lights, she wrote it for Rod Stewart, and he oh, turned yeah. it down, and she wound up recording it. So so I think that Donna Summer is one of the most underrated performers ever, and also it was before the corporatization of of pop music of the 80s when everything became you know, post-thriller for Michael Jackson, when everything was bigger numbers, bigger sales. Donna didn't benefit from what Whitney Houston gained. Whitney Houston became the premier female singer in the 80s, and she she amassed that kind of following in those dollars. But Donna Summer opened those doors because there wasn't a black artist like her before her. I mean, yes, we had Diana Ross and the Supremes, and that was also the precursor. Um, going on at Sullivan, which, you know, but Donna Summer broke some barriers and wrote songs and 
co-produce things and and didn't really get her due and I think a lot of it is because it was disco and because right. disco was scorned and and people frowned on it and thought of it as you know under the underground culture of blacks and gays as opposed to mainstream pop which is what Whitney Houston enjoyed you know so that being stated it was um you know, she was the real deal, and she really could sing, and she had this gospel background. Yeah. I love her material. Um, I'm moved by her to this day, and I do think that at times she was also misunderstood. However, um, but in, in tribute to Bob Esty and this, and this event that we were at for him, we wanted to honor that legacy and remember her, and people do look back fondly on some of those songs, and namely Last Dance, which won an Oscar for Best Song from Thank God It's Friday, you know, in 1978. Um, you know, it was a, a feat for someone like her to win the Oscar. So, especially being a disco artist. So, um, people loved that song back then, and still to this day it holds up, and because of its melodicness, because it's melodic. And so I think Rick's tribute with Illuminati as the artist singing his collaborate collaborate. <laughs> I think he's Illuminati. I'm sorry. <laughs> something else. That's, that's another show, Illuminati. Okay. <laughs> that's a different. Yes. Thing. Well, what's funny is Adrian, you mentioned yes, um, the song uh, "Dimmer All the Lights," and I, I, we actually referenced that song in in the song. We referenced like four Donna Summer songs within yes. it, or sprinkled in there, and. Um, and, and and the song got a little bit of radio airplay on a couple of radio stations when it came, uh, but um, and might I add, yeah. Ellen, that this song is the one that got away because <laughs> it was brought to me and I didn't grab it fast enough. Um, you can still do it. He can do it. I think you might be I think, this. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, like I said, the more yeah. I was just going to say, I think that a lot of that. Um, negativity toward the disco era it fades over time you know like we all get older and a lot of the younger people don't don't have that state right you know that right yes i agree alan it, it, the, the hang-up is not there as much it doesn't seem like such a big deal um and 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 so and also the the sounds tend to come back i mean they're borrowed all the time in current music where it's borrowed things are you know the bgs are certainly you know uh, you know respected again and 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 honored and so there there is um there's a there's a bend and we did the song in the style of that time period and and so it's kind of a it has that flavor and it. it's a very nostalgic um, the the lyrics and the music are very nostalgic, which is kind of cool. I thought Calabrity did a beautiful I think we job. did a good job. Yeah, the, it, we can't even – well, that's a long story of who the actual singer is in that. Um, but anyway, he doesn't really – yeah, he sings better than I can sing. But anyway. Um, well, I won't ask where, where you found him, what bathhouse. No, no. He, I, can, I, may, I can say he was on The Voice, but we can't say his name or something, but – and he, mm. I can't say he's never been in a bathhouse. I have no idea. But anyway, that's all. <laughs> Goodness, you're doing a sucky job at selling this song. Yeah. This is honestly, honestly, a wonderful um, tribute, and I, I think he, I think he did a fantastic. He did, job. yeah, yeah, he did. Well, fantastic. Well, let's. Two A. 
that a new version it is a new version of the 1999 song previously recorded by monica that was number one billboard and i even though as an r&b song you know it had a romantic connotation i always heard it in the context of angel as opposed to lover and i thought it would make it just felt like the comfort of christmas to me, so we added some elements that gave it that feeling, that Christmas flavor, um, and it, it, so so I heard it as a Christmas song, so that's why I decided to put it in my Christmas album. And, uh, and one thing I Rick and I have talked about this quite a bit is that I I chose songs for my Christmas album that you would not normally hear on a Christmas record because we 
just like what we said before about how um, the audience can get tired of the same thing over and over and over again, I thought taking some songs and putting a spin on it or some things that you would normally not hear, you know, I've got, I, I had to comb through 30 songs to put together my, my upcoming Christmas album and Angel of Mine felt like a wonderful other facet of Christmas for me. You, when you see a, a song written by someone else and uh, you see it differently, um, so you saw Angel as, as more spiritual and more Christmassy. And um, when you do that, do you ever check with the original writer and, and ask them if that's okay or does it matter? Or do, like, how's that work or do you just do it? The way the copyright works is that when one is purchasing licensing, when one is actually um, buying the rights to it, which is what I do, um, I can, you know, I as an artist have to convincingly be myself. I cannot replicate and be Monica, and Monica wouldn't want to replicate me. So we each, as an artist, we each bring something to it. It's like you say, when a song gets written and then the artist puts in something, the final touches or something. So something that would come from me would sound differently coming from Neil Diamond or Barbara Streisand or, or you know, or Alicia Keys or, you know, or her or any of the other current artists out there. And so um, I don't necessarily have to check. What I do need to do is to make sure that the integrity of the melody and the lyric is intact. And so something that's very subtle, you know, can make a difference. Also, sometimes you could stress one part more than the other. Um, you know, thus was um, very true for um, Respect um, by Aretha Franklin, you know, who, you know, um, Otis Redding and took that song and, you know, same thing with Tina Turner and, um, you know, uh, um, Proud Mary, you know, uh, her version of Proud, Proud Mary is not the original, but yet she had to bring herself to the song, her grittiness, everything that she is, her, her, her delicious grittiness, whereas Quiddance, uh, Clearwater Revival, you know, they're, you know, uh, a man group, you know, West Coast, uh, you know, uh, you know, long haired, they had their sound. And so the two can coexist. That's what makes it exciting that one is able to, to bring something. And I don't do that to a song thinking, okay, I'm just going to take this song and do that song and make my own version. No, I, the song has to speak to me. I have to actually feel something that makes me go, ooh, I hear it differently. I want to do this. I have that feeling about um, Do Dolly Parton. Um, I do have, on a future album, a desire to do Hard Candy Christmas. And I hear, you know, and I sing like, you know, I sing like in Midnight Will Be Clear. You know, it would be Adrian Christian's version. So people would, you know, people who like what I do, they go out and buy mine, and they buy the other artists as well. But th there's so many examples of that. You, you don't put in uh, fake boobs when you're singing 
Dolly Parton song here. No, because the idea is, you know, Dolly Parton doesn't put on a huge schlong. So how do you know? There's that. I don't. <laughs> I don't see a huge schlong on Dolly Parton, and so I, I, you know, she doesn't try to be me. I don't try to be her. You know, we have to be authentic. You know, to who we are. You know, so no, I never ever wanted to be have boobs. Never. never. Right. Aside from man boobs, but no. <laughs> when I first saw you, I already knew there was something inside of you, something I thought that I would never find. Angel. Of mine, I looked at you, looking at me. Now I know why they say the best things are free. Gonna love you, oh, you are divine, angel of mine. How you changed my world, you.
the best things are free. Checking for you, you're out on time. Through the storm. Now that's got to yes. be another another uh, Rick song, right? Because he's he's always and a heartfelt one. One of his heartfelt. He doesn't ones. have a heart to fail. <laughs> <laughs> Whose heart um, did he bo- borrow? That's. Um, I swear it's in there. I swear. What? I don't like my tone. I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I. Yes, that is right. So I wrote that song through the storm. Um, you know, it's funny. That song, somebody wanted me to write a song for them to sing that I would do the lyrics and they would do the music. And he gave me that title, Through the Storm. So I wrote a song and he, for whatever reason, didn't record it. So it's, I wrote the whole song and, um, it's called Through the, but it was, and it's meant to be taken either as a love song or a spiritual song. It could kind of, I forget what you call that when the song can be taken either way. There's, I think, a technical term for it. But anyway, I thought it came out as a nice song, so I, I recorded it. And then we made a nice video to that as well. Video. Yeah. Um, and Carla Guy directed the video. But it's really mostly me in the video with, in a, you know, the scene at a church, the scene at the beach. And, um, you know, so it's a, a song about getting through hard times, tough times, thanks to uh, a higher power, or, you know. And what's funny is I live in California, so to shoot the video – we had to wait three months for a rainy day to shoot. A, we were trying to get one rain scene in it, and um, we had to literally wait three months for it to finally rain enough. Pretty to- amazing because he didn't. You know, it's not like those movies where you make your rain. You know, right. you do your rain in scenes. Yeah. He actually had to rely on Mother Nature. Right. I mean, we could have gotten a hose. The old-fashioned old way. I could have gotten a hose. I suppose and squirted it up in the snap, but we didn't know we'd have to wait that long for for rain. But it it, it made the scene much the video much better just having that those scenes in there and um we shot it on carla's ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. ...phone or something, but she has 4K or 5, whatever it's called, on the camera, so it looks like really, came out really well. Um, so, because my, my budget is tighter than Olivia Newton-John's pants in Greece, so all my videos I have to, you know, shoot <laughs> within that budget. So, because he has, because um, of course Rick has nothing tight on his own body, and that's what he tells me every time I ask him for money. He tells me that. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I mean, a simple song, and it's not, not it's not like it's the most uh, unique or original, but I think I put my own spin on it and uh, have some clever lines in there too somewhere do you have your own personal meaning that you want it in there my own personal meaning for the song yeah well it's funny it's i think it starts out there are times in life when the sun disappears clouds of doubt rolling fast um something all my fears i forget the lines now but you know honestly i never i don't feel i felt ever felt as low as the who the person in the song is and needed that i just put myself again put myself in that position um but I think everybody at one time or another will lean towards, you know, uh, you know, say if, if everything fell on your own shoulders or, you know, but I've been pretty lucky as far as I haven't had really bad times that I felt like I've had wind gusts. I've never had a full hurricane come through my life, I think, or, you know, like, so I've been pretty lucky. But um, again, probably that COVID when I had COVID during Christmas, that was probably <laughs> One of the hardest things I went through, but you—you you were, yeah, yeah. That was you were really sick with COVID. I, I did. Well, I didn't have trouble breathing and stuff like other people. But I, the nausea was really bad for me. Um, you know what's interesting about that is that when he got sick and it was 
Christmas time, 2020. And it was in the beginning of, you know, when people were infected to, in that first year where the virus was stronger and also the vaccines weren't here. We didn't have the vaccine yet, yeah. So it was, tr- it was, it was risky because, you know, if he was going to need to go to the hospital and, and all that. So, um, so it was right at the time that Midnight Will Be Clear was breaking on the radio. Yep. And I wanted to help promote it, and I just was too sick. Yeah. And, and, and so funny. he could do the shows with me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And it's, I, I didn't lose my sense of smell or sense of taste, but I did lose my sense of humor for four days. So just just four days? Exactly. Uh, well, I just, uh, well, I just uh, got COVID here in September in uh, – in in Seattle, yeah, when oh, I was doing really? work out there doing some interviews, and um, um, you know, it took a couple of weeks to get better, but I still can't smell or taste mm-hmm. anything. Really? Not, oh wow! Yep. It's, this was September? so. It's going on three months, and I still have nothing. Wow. There are times in my life When the sun disappears Clouds of doubt rolling fast Stirring up all my fears Seems like rain pours down From the skies up above I feel myself going under You raise me up with your love Through the storm you're my shelter no matter how strong the wind blows Through the storm, you protect me No matter how high the tide goes Above the noise of the thunder I hear your voice soft and warm As you keep me safe Through the storm When there's fog everywhere With you I can still see I know I can make it to where I need to be You keep me as calm as a hurricane's eye Even when I'm near danger or feel the low intensify Through the storm, you're my shelter No matter how strong the wind blows Through the storm, you protect me No matter how the tide goes above the noise of the thunder. I hear your voice soft and warm as you keep me safe through the storm. When it's finally over, there's a rainbow shining bright. You pull me through the darkness with your amazing You're my shelter No matter how strong the wind blows Through the storm You protect me No matter how high the tide goes Above the noise of the thunder I hear your voice soft and warm As you keep me safe Through the storm Above the noise I hear your voice soft and warm As you keep me 
Bitnet would be clear. I I love what it's done uh, for us and for our work together. I'm so thrilled that we got to have this experience of me finding it through uh, Rick's original demo that 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 garnered him an award uh, at a film festival for his film short, and me having a small part in it as a choir m- member, and then. And then me saying to Rick, oh, I got to record this. This is so good. And I just felt instantly, I felt an affinity for it. And I felt like it belonged. I felt like it was my song. I I just felt it belonged with me. And it also changed my career because beforehand people were listening to me. Years ago, I was doing club music. and, And then people were hearing me do gospel and Christian music. And they didn't see me in the pop vein, but when Midnight Will Be Clear came out, suddenly I was in pop country territory with Nashville Radio, and it really changed my career, and I really am indebted to Rick and to the song, and I'm so grateful to all the fans that love Midnight Um, Will Be Clear. And Rick, what is it that you hope people take away from that song when when they hear it? Like, what is it you want them to think about? Well, it's funny. A lot of people relate to songs who have, who are staying sober, who are in AA and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. It's kind of inspirational to them because the song is about someone who is doing that and staying sober through the holidays and has, um, so it's a song of hope. Um, and if things are, even if they're not alcoholics or they are going through a tough time that they can turn to God or higher being and, um, so it's kind of just a positive, even though the guy went through a lot of hard, you know, was, you know, uh, uh, had a drinking problem. He's turned his life around. So it has a positive spin to it. And, and one of my, it's funny, one of my favorite Christmas songs is It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. And that song was inspired by that. that this is the first midnight in a long time that this guy, Midnight, will be clear for because he quit drinking. Uh, his New Year's resolution last year was to stop drinking. You know, I, I, and I actually want to make a, sh- I may make a film out of the whole, a whole movie out of the uh, song, I think, because I, I think it could be a good story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Adrian, you can have, you can be a background in it, Adrian. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. No. Um, I have no idea if I'll do that or not. But so yeah, I, I think people, it's just a song about, it'll, it makes people feel good when someone turns their life around. So it's a song about that. Um, so yeah, I want people just to, all my songs, I want people to either laugh, laugh, or to move them, or to feel like partying and dancing, you know, affect them in some way, you know, and just, um, yeah, so that's... Um, I do think also that um, God is within us, and I do believe that that the strength to overcome something like alcoholism, to, to give up the bottle or to have the strength to do something to change your life is within us. And I think what the, what I have heard people tell me about the song is that it's given them strength. It's given them that feeling that they can overcome something. And that's what I hope that it brings to people who hear Midnight Will Be Clear. Well, that's funny. One of my favorite parts of the song is the bridge where it goes, there are 12 steps he follows. There are 12 days of Christmas. There's only one thing that saved him, the love of Jesus. So that's kind of the, it kind of summarizes. It's Christmas Eve in the past. He would go to midnight mass. He'd sing songs of praise 
With gin on his breath, his mind in the haze Not a day went by He didn't need to get higher Taste of each drink As sweet as the sound of the choir His favorite song of the season Is always ringing in his ears His New Year's resolution He put down the bottle It's been almost a year His Christmas will be the first one in a long time Midnight will be clear Midnight will be clear Lord, help me, please. As soon as he did, he felt peace in his soul. On this holy day, he'd sing that glorious song of old. His favorite song of the season is always ringing in his ears. His New Year's resolution. He put down Today here, like Thursday, you're you're getting real serious here, uh, Rick, because uh, now you, you're through the storm. You know, you Donna yeah. sung her last song and her last dance, and midnight's clear, and it's like yeah. how, how it's just it's just my God. And now you've got we're not ending on that note, are we? No, but then we've got <laughs> what you don't remember. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what? What is? Well, you're trying to you're trying to bring me down today, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I got, we got to bring you down once in a while. Yeah. No, I don't know. I didn't realize we had that couple songs in a row that were kind of the downers. But <laughs> well, again, I mean, again, most of them have a positive spin on them, or you know, like um, what you don't remember is about the person remembering the things that the other person doesn't, and will have the always have those and has those beautiful memories. Um, but a lot of people who have told me that song really did move them and. Uh, you know, they had parents that were suffering from that, and it I, I, they just really related to the song. Um, so sometimes it's, the thing about what you don't remember is that it's okay. 
that this that this happens to many people, but that it's okay and that I love you and we have our memories, like Rick just said. And so, um, so it's instead of it feeling down, I think it's just um, encouragement. Yeah. Is what I think the song. Brings. And to know that other people are going through the same thing sometimes brings comfort, or yeah. you know, um, yeah. I've always liked sad songs. And and the work he's doing with that, with Alzheimer's, um, and and the people, you know, and and bringing awareness and money to 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 those people, um, and and, and organizations, I think is 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 really valid. And and it's it's I think I think the awareness and the understanding and educating is is needed because we sometimes lose patience with our parents not realizing that they just can't they just don't remember something and their memory get lost you know it's it's a sad thing to see but you know um I I'm going through something similar with my own uh, mom and I'm very close to her and she is um. You know, not as strong as she once was, but she, um, but she's sharp. She's as sharp as a tack. She has her, she has her memory on the most part. But, um, but I, it, a song like this reminds me to just be a little more patient. And thank you for bringing up that. If, yeah, for um, AFA, um, giving some of the proceeds. It's from streaming, so there's not a lot of proceeds to give. But it's on Spotify and iTunes and all that. So I'm going to give some of the proceeds to. Uh, but people can buy it. So when you know when that happens, that's going to be. And also, I oh, I should tell you, Alan, I bought the rights to, uh, uh, what you don't remember. Um, I'm doing a version of it, so that's going to further help the cause. Wow. What 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 draws you to causes like this? Like what? It, there's so many, and I'm not trying to pick on anyone. What I'm saying is, there are so many things out there that. Uh, causes and needs and things that need to be donated to and people that need to be helped and there's like True. like it's endless True. it's endless and there's, there's so much community after community right what is it that all of a sudden draws you to a particular thing like yeah cause yeah well i so i wrote the song for you know got the title and it became about i knew it was had to be about alzheimer's so i wasn't necessarily picking and then once i recorded the song a friend of mine shane tarleton in nashville uh works a lot with a group called afa um alzheimer's foundation of america so i said oh let me it's hit. he does a lot of work for them and i think martina mcbride and reba did a, a little concert for them and stuff so i said okay that's probably a good organization so that's how i picked that particular but there's several good I think organizations for Alzheimer's and there's several other charities of different things too. But that, the reason that song just fit that charities, you know, so, um, you know, there's an Elton John's AIDS foundation charity that I think I did something for once before, but yeah. And I don't know how, Adrian, how you pick different, you know, charities also, you know, when I started singing and I did my first concerts, um, back in New York and New Jersey, um, I my first big concert was do, proceeds were all donated to the homeless, and it was because I was born I was born in the Bronx in the ghetto, and I was really poor. Our family was really poor. We were first kind of lower middle class, and then we were really poor for a while. I know what it's like to have the struggle to come from where I come from to have the cultural struggle as well. And also to come from nothing and to be where, where I'm going and where I'm at right now, which is, it is 
simply um, our own, um, how can I say, it is just, we have, uh, you know, for me to live in Beverly Hills and live in Los Angeles uh, the way I do and, and, and to have what I have today and, and I feel incredibly blessed, I feel and I look at young people and I feel like I want to pass on something to them. Yeah, it depends what, you know, uh, you're, I mean, you know, I'm LGBTQ, so that might appeal to me or, you know, get me more interested. Um, or if you know someone who's suffering from uh, a disease or something, um, you know, I know people have ALS and things like that. So I, I think that people give to the ones that they resonate with them the most, I guess. Um, Sometimes it'll, it'll come to me. Sometimes it will be where there's a situation at hand. For instance, when I was, um, I was doing the national tour, uh, 50 dates across the country, and I called on Puerto Rico. I wanted to go there. And I said, listen, I'll come, you know, would you like me to sing? Yeah, come over and sing. We want you. We want you. And I said, okay, I know, but what do you need? And then they told me they needed rooftops. So sometimes that situation comes out of just living, um, things that we come across as well. So sometimes it speaks to us something that we're drawn to, but sometimes it's it, – and the one thing I knew is that from the beginning when I became a singer, I knew that one of the reasons I wanted to do this to become a public figure is so that I can shed light to things that would make lives better for other people. Um, and the LGBTQ community certainly is one of those things that is important as well to me because I – you know, I do consider myself an activist, and so anything that I can do that would uh, bring that community forward is going to, um, it's going to, because otherwise, why are we just making movies and music and content and books, you know, just so that we can sell them and, and we could be famous? Great, but what can we do with our platform? And, and the fact that you know, how can we raise awareness for equality for people, for women, for, again, for the gay community and things like that. So there, there are so many different things that I um, am drawn to. And sometimes it'll come from a song. You know, sometimes a, a, a work that we've written, it'll appeal to a certain group of people and suddenly, you know, something like AA, Alcoholics Anonymous or, or Al-Anon, and su suddenly we're connected with them simply because we did a piece of work that is relevant, like Midnight Will Be Clear. I can still taste the soup you made When I was homesick from school I recall the day you taught me to swim in our next door neighbor's pool I saw you stand and applaud When I was in my cap and gown You still mean so much to me But to you, I'm a stranger now I won't forget What you don't remember each precious moment we spent together You've been robbed of your memories And slipped further away from me 
But my love for you will last forever I won't forget what you don't remember You cried when I walked down the aisle As many mothers do You were proud when you held your new grandson Watched him as he grew I won't forget What you don't remember Each precious moment We spend together You've been robbed of your memories And slipped further away from me But my love for you will last forever I won't forget what you don't remember The light once in your eyes replaced with a blank stare But in my mind are all the good times we share I won't forget what you don't remember Each precious moment we spent together You've been robbed of your memories and slipped further away from me But my love for you will last forever I won't forget what you don't remember No, I won't forget what you don't remember Well, okay. Um, well, guys, it's been another fascinating episode today. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow with day five, and that's going to be the hottest day of the week, December 30th. Thanks again. We're looking forward to it. Thank you. Yeah, great talking to you again. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.